Welcome to another transformative episode of Superhumanize, the podcast where we delve into the cutting edge of biohacking, wellness, and human optimization. I am Ariana Summer, and if you're on a quest to elevate your life, both physically and spiritually, you're in the right place. Superhumanize. Accelerated evolution. Today, we have a conversation that's going to shift paradigms and perhaps change how you view one of life's most profound experiences, pregnancy and parenthood. I am thrilled to be joined by the female powerhouse duo Ranit Menashi and Vida Del Rahim, the co-founders of We Natal. Their groundbreaking work is not only shifting the dialogue surrounding women's health, but also challenging society's long-held assumptions about gender roles in healthcare and fertility. One of the things that sets WeNatal apart is their holistic approach to prenatal care, offering supplements for both women and men. Yes, you heard that right. They believe that the journey towards parenthood is a partnership from preconception to post-delivery, and their products reflect this shared responsibility. Today, we're going to explore the science of prenatal optimization, dig into the often neglected role of men in this journey, and challenge societal norms that limit both genders. And if you are someone who loves to hear about audacious entrepreneurship and female leadership, stick around. Ronit and Vida are here to inspire you to manifest your vision into the world. summer and I have passionately dedicated the last 12 years of my life to creating the ultimate human experience mentally, physically and spiritually based on the most powerful ancient teachings and cutting edge modern discoveries and technologies. The Superhumanized podcast is a show committed to sharing what I have learned from the world's leading experts in order to help you achieve your full potential and create your best life ever. Vida, Ronit, welcome to the Superhumanized podcast. I am so happy to connect with both of you lovely ladies. Thank you for having us. We're so happy to be here. It was so wonderful to meet Vida recently at a dear friend's women's solstice celebration and just how life sometimes happened, connecting to such an amazing woman. And then she shared uh, both of your mission with me, what you both are doing, just empowered women who are changing the world for the better. I would love to give our audience some background about you both and about your company, WeNatal. Could you share the story behind WeNatal and also what inspired you to focus on prenatal optimizing? Absolutely. It was, let me just start by saying it was a never world we envisioned ourselves getting into. It's, it was truly a magical life brought us here together. And so Ronit and I met almost 15, 20 years ago in our corporate careers at Nike. We became best friends, always knew we might want to work together, perhaps marketing, branding, events. Those were all the worlds we came from. And we're always passionate about helping people, getting them active. We always loved wellness. And so we went through life together, dating in LA, all the ups and downs of being single in LA, which could deserves its own podcast, really. <laughs> 
But we went on to actually meeting our now husbands around the same time. And we got married just a week apart. My honeymoon was actually visiting Roni at her wedding. We just had this amazing life and a relationship. And we had the dream of having kids around the same time. Didn't know if it would happen. And when Ronit got pregnant with her daughter, I was so excited that several months later, I became pregnant. And of course, you imagine best friends having kids together, being on maternity leave together, like really painting the picture. And after my first trimester, I actually went to an appointment and I had the devastating news that there was no heartbeat and I had miscarried my first child. And I don't have enough words in my vocabulary to just share like the hurt and just sheer. I was in denial. I was angry. I was sad. I went through every single emotion, but most of all, I felt guilt. I felt like I had done something wrong, that my body failed me, that I wasn't enough. And I went through now looking back a six month postpartum depression of really recapping everything I ate, the workouts I did. Was it the work stress? I literally thought I was so healthy and doing everything right. And I couldn't believe that this happened to me. And of course, when it's when you don't have children yet, the thoughts that were running through my mind, will I ever have kids? Is this just not my journey or just all the negative self-talk, unfortunately, that I had to overcome? And so Roni being my best friend, she picked me up. She actually was working in the wellness space, told me some things to do to check my thyroid, to do things that I really did not know after 10, 15 years in a stressful job, a lot of your body takes a toll. And so fast forward to 2020, we both had a girl. They're about a year and a half apart. And we didn't really know each other was trying for our second. And I was pregnant. I went to another appointment. And unfortunately, the same thing happened. There was no heartbeat. And so I occurred my second loss. And all the same things, we were given no no real reason, right? Just try again. It just happens. Like it was just very dismissive. We, we found the culture of doctor's appointments to just dismiss our pain and hurt and really not give us answers. <clears throat> and I didn't know better. And I, it was my second one. So I just thought this is common. It happens. A week later, Roni calls me and I was shocked to find out she just miscarried for the first time. Yeah. And in my case, I was working in functional medicine at the time. And I've been a fan of functional medicine for years. And so functional medicine is medicine of the root cause. And so I was looking for the root cause. And when I asked my doctor, similar to Vita's experience, what can I do to optimize and create a better environment for a healthy pregnancy? just keep trying. There's nothing you could do. Just keep trying. And I didn't want to keep trying because it was such a painful experience to go through the miscarriage that I knew that I had to do things differently. So I started to do research. And luckily for Vida and I, we were surrounded with an amazing caliber of people that are so smart and so educated that we didn't have to rely on our conventional doctors. We talked to the best of the best fertility doctors, Dr. Mark Hyman and Kelly Levesque and Bridget Tigemeyer, who's a functional dietitian and Dr. Afruz Damiri, who's a naturopathic doctor who specializes in fertility and optimization. And we learned very quickly 
that first of all, there's so much that we could do to improve our egg quality, to improve our chances of a healthy pregnancy and chances of just overall fertility. And our biggest aha was when we learned that men are 50% of the fertility equation. Really, when I learned, I was like, actually 50%? And of course, it is 50% because 50% of the DNA of the fetus comes from the male partner. We were blown away by this information for our own just kind of personal guilt. Again, I, Vida, felt guilty about her stressful job. I felt guilty because I was 41 at the time and I thought it's because my eggs are old, it's because I'm old. And we quickly learned that it takes two, it takes two to this equation. So very quickly, we, let go of that guilt and shame. And we were so empowered by the information that we learned that men actually have a huge opportunity to improve their fertility because their sperm regenerates every 70 to 80 days through a process called spermatogenesis. And they literally, with diet and lifestyle, can completely create and transform their sperm quality. And one very interesting, this is multiple studies that we found about antioxidants and the power of antioxidants where men, when men take high-dose antioxidants like CoQ10 and NAC and vitamin C and vitamin E and vitamin A, they have four times a higher chances of a pregnancy to their partner and five times higher chances of a live birth. Mm. So Fida and I looked at each other and we were like, why aren't any men in our circle, our partners taking high dose antioxidants? This is a no brainer. It's low hanging fruit. It's something that every single man should be doing. That's really the origin of We Natal. That's where it started when we had this big aha, when we learned so much about the importance of preconception for both men and women. Um, we have so many myths that we are told, like you're born with the eggs that you're born with. You cannot improve them. These are the ca- cards you were dealt no, there's so much that we could do. And that's our message. That is our, that's our massive message with We Natal. Again, a supplement is not a, it's not everything, but there's so much that we could do. And Vida and I came from a place of loss, but we are talking about We Natal from a place of optimization. Everybody and anybody who wants to have a baby, number one, needs to be on a high quality prenatal for at least three months before trying to conceive, ideally six or more. And the men need to be part of this preconception timeframe. 100%. And I think it is so beautiful how the both of you transformed, alchemized these experiences of loss into a mission of love and empowerment. And I think something, Ronit, that you touched upon and that Vida and I also discussed when we met is how fundamentally strong the effect is of societal perceptions of women, especially pregnant women or women who are trying 
to get pregnant and how it impacts their healthcare journey. There's myths that have been, you know, taken apart, thank goodness, but from, I think it's a mere 100 or 200 years ago, where it was still believed that if you don't birth your husband a son, it is your fault, woman, <laughs> not until science came along. Totally. Oh, actually, it's not the woman. Uh, and I mean, you could get your husband could divorce you, forsake you if you did not bear him a son in so many cultures and societies. And then, of course, in the recent years, we also um, pulled the curtain off this other myth, which was, oh, only women have a ticking biological clock. Actually, men also have a ticking clock and both parts need to work on making the preconception period optimal, optimizing it, and then also during pregnancy, also hopefully in a beautiful partnership. And then after, it's a labor of love and everyone plays an integral part. I would like to hear from both of you. Uh, can you share your perspective on how pregnancy can be made a journey that is taken together by both partners, not just the woman or many partners. There's different combinations of people being together nowadays. But so how can this journey be started and what are some essential parts of the journey? Yeah. So first of all, I love this question because I think our mission was really shifting the narrative, right? Like you mentioned, all these myths existed. Even when we were going through it, we wish we knew better. We wish we had some of the tools that we created today with WeNatal. And so my answer is, yes, there are so many different dynamics going on. And when we created this company, it was important for us, whether it's my family members who are freezing their eggs, whether it's same-sex couples, which we also have in our family, is like, how do we support all couples who want to expand their family or want to start a family? And so how I think we look at it really is that you said it beautifully. Both team members start like basically parenting starts from well before you you have conception and have birth. And so starting with even something as simple as journaling your thoughts and ideas, manifesting the family of your dreams, right? I'm not only saying that because we created a journal, we saw a gap in this world. We saw that a lot of my pain points in my own relationship after having kids was like, who's going to help us? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? Things we never even talked about. And it could have been such a beautiful way to bond us before the kids happening. So I think really setting your intentions with a partner, with your family, with yourself, if you're doing it on your own. And I have family members who are single parents and I'm so supportive of them and their community. So setting your vision for what you want and how you want to bring a child into this world. I think that to me was something I was missing and I wish I had. And then the second, however way you're doing it, we want to support you. We have kits for him and him, her and her. We have single kits. We have together kits. However you want to start, it's about preparing your mind and body and your home for your future children. And so We Natal is here to guide you on that process. Like Ronit mentioned, the supplement is one part of that, and it's backed by research, and it's pure and clean and all the things we wish we had in a supplement, but it's also not the only thing. We give a preconception guide, nine easy tips you can do to prepare your home. Simple things like water filters and adding a plant for oxygen, like easy things that you would want anyway once you're welcoming a child, right? Removing as you slowly run out of products, replacing them with cleaner versions. Like I didn't know any of these things. I was using regular beauty products. I was 
cleaning my house with all the normal chemicals that we probably most of us do. And so we want to be your community. We want to be the community that we wish we had. And we want to support our, our consumers full picture and how to get ready. Yeah, this is something I absolutely love about what you're doing. You're not merely selling a product. You've created a lifestyle, a community. There's plenty of support, a beautiful journal that you also created. And you have fantastic blog posts that just take individuals by the hand wherever they're at, at on their journey and guide them. And that just resonates deeply because it, of course, also feeds in right to our desire to connect, which is such a deep human desire. And I have heard from girlfriends just in the recent year who got pregnant and they felt lost because there was not a community. Even if they have great friends, unless you have a friend who has either very good experience in getting pregnant and going through pregnancy, giving childbirth, raising kids. But even then, unless you have a friend who is going through the exact same thing as you are, even the most kindest, empathizing friend does not really get it where you're at in the moment. So I think this community aspect of what you're doing is really fantastic. And now I the beautiful presentation of what you do online, the gorgeous products, the packaging, every detail is taken care of. Now, this you started to create in 2020. So somebody who sees what you have burst into the world with WeNatal is just like, wow, this is stunning. This is a great company. This is fantastic. So what I'd like to know, though, is... As women founders, entrepreneurs, what challenges did you face when starting WeNatal? And how did you navigate these challenges as female founders in the health sector? Yeah, I think the first challenge that comes to mind is that when we were, we initially, we thought that our formulation process would take three months. It took over a year um, because there is just so much data that shows um there are so many nutrients that support every aspect of fertility from improving your egg quality to the health of the baby to postpartum. And then on the men's side, we looked at all of the sperm parameters from count, motility, and morphology, which is the shape. And so that process wasn't as easy as we thought it would be. And then I would say that finding a good manufacturer was probably like our number one most important thing because what we wanted to do is provide a product that was third-party tested. Uh, it's crucial with supplements. People don't know this, but it's very important to have third-party testing on supplements so that you know that the quality is there, that there's no mold, bacteria, contamination, that the, the nutrients that are on the label that are on there. But also for us, we knew that what's in the prenatal is important, but even more important than that is what's not in the prenatal because so many supplements have a paragraph of additional junk that's in there that ranges from binders and fillers and colors. And Vita and I were like, we don't even understand why would people add this? And we very quickly learned that they do it for manufacturing purposes because they're manufacturing in mass. And it took us a while to find a manufacturer with integrity. And we did. And as a result, we were able to produce our prenatals with zero fillers, zero binders. What you get in the prenatal is just the nutrients that you need. That's it. 
It's also soy-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, major allergen-free, which is a big deal for us too. That way everybody can enjoy this prenatal. So I would say a big hurdle was finding a manufacturer that was had the same vision for what our product was as us. Yes. And with regards to, I think this would be really interesting for our audience because obviously most of us, when we look at a supplement we want to incorporate in our lives, we look at what's in it, but we're not in the habit of looking at what should not be in it. Can you name maybe a couple of things that you were stunned to find out would be in other prenatal supplement products and that you have very good reasons to say, nope, this is not making it in our product? There's colors, there's synthetic, a ton of synthetic ingredients, there's tuna. And it's like, why would anybody, this isn't, you're not allowed, you shouldn't have, they say not to have mercury. Why are you adding all this junk? I would say there's a long list. And I, we always tell people the first thing you should do when you're scanning a nutrition label, because those labels are overwhelming and confusing is just look underneath the nutrition label. If there's a paragraph of stuff over there, it's same with food, right? When you're looking at food, if there's a paragraph of ingredients, that food is probably processed and not the right food for you, right? I tell my daughter sometimes, I teach her, my she's seven. I was like, you know how many ingredients are in an avocado? One, just avocado. And she's, wow, because she'll talk to me about, oh, my friend has this and I'll show her the label. And I, I say, look at all of this this is not good. And so same goes with prenatals. It's just like looking at the label, making sure there's no additional ingredients in there besides what you need, making sure that it's 100% clean. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that makes so much sense. Yet a lot of people don't even think about that. It's, it's like really looking outside of the box and looking what's on the box really. Yeah. And I love what you're doing with your daughter that is really at such a young age, teaching her how to look curiously and with discernment at the world around her. And I know this will set her up for success in life, whether it's her health or the life path that she chooses and talking about setting your children up for success as much as you can. Could you explain the concept of the trimester zero and how it sets up a child's DNA for success? Oh my gosh, this is such an important time frame, And I will say there are some doctors that argue that trimester zero, which is the preconception timeframe, pre-pregnancy, before you conceive the three to six months, some doctors say that this time frame is even more important than when you're actually pregnant. And so what this time frame does and why it's such an important time is one, it's a great time to build your nutrient reserves. When you get pregnant, the baby takes so much out of you, right? And a, a lot of women in their first trimester have a really hard time eating a balanced diet, taking prenatal, swallowing vitamins. They have first trimester nausea. And so it's really important to build those reserves in advance because what's going to happen if you don't build the reserves, the baby is going to, the fetus is going to take what it needs out of you. And then you're going to be the one that ends up depleted postpartum and 
which can result in postpartum depression and all sorts of things. Number one, building nutrient reserves is crucial. And the preconception timeframe is the best time to do that. Number two, it's using this opportunity to detox and to get all of the toxins out of you. I think they there have been some studies w- that show that babies are born with over 200 chemicals in their umbilical cord. And so we want to make sure that we're taking that time to clean up our environment. Like Vita said, investing in an air filter, clean water. These are things that we do every single day, all day, right? Drinking water and breathing. Um, And then the nutrients are crucial on the women's side to improve the maturation of the egg and the egg quality. There's definitely research that shows that all sorts of nutrients ranging from vitamin D and folate, which is methylated folic acid, methyl Bs, support egg quality. And on the men's side, Like I mentioned, all of these nutrients completely transform sperm quality. And what's in we natal, CoQ10, NAC, zinc, all of these things are shown. And we actually did a beta study before we launched we natal, and we saw double and quadrupling of sperm counts. And it's pretty amazing to see. And then there's the concept of epigenetics, right? which I'm sure you're familiar with. And what epigenetics is the expression of your genes. And we have the ability, if in the preconception timeframe, you're optimizing to essentially pass along or modify the DNA that you're passing along to your baby. So when you think about preparing for pregnancy, you're not just preparing for pregnancy, you're preparing for a lifelong health of the baby. This isn't just, okay, let me do all these things to get pregnant. No, research shows and there's so much correlation between how you are for both men and women in the preconception timeframe and outcomes, lifelong outcomes of the baby. And then another one that's we're mind blown to think about, if you're having a girl, you're not only influencing your daughter, you're also influencing your granddaughter because the the baby girl that's in in your fetus is also has her eggs created for her. So that's pretty mind blowing to think about. So we and a lot of times just want to add one more thing. Fifty percent of pregnancies are unplanned. And so it's very important if someone is in their reproductive years and are in a relationship, committed relationship, it's important to take prenatals because a lot of times you don't know what's going to happen. And by the time you get a positive pregnancy test, the neural tubes have already developed. And so it's crucial to be on a prenatal with methylfolate, choline, vitamin D, iron, all of the things. Yes, 100%. And I'm so glad you're saying specifically methylfolate. You're so aware and what you're doing. What a lot of people don't know is there's, I think it's over 40, 45% of people who have a genetic mutation, the MTHFR, it's called. And what that means is that you can't, your body can't assimilate folate or even folic acid, meaning a lot of people are very deficient in this. And especially during 
pregnancy, it's very important not to be deficient. First, women also for our reproductive health, uh, super important. And to use methylfolate just makes so much sense. It boggles my mind that so many companies are still not doing that. Yeah. And just on the topic of methylfolate, there was a study done in 2018 where 30 couples who had four years of infertility were both given methylfolate, the man and the woman. I think it was 18 micrograms. I'm not sure exactly on the numbers, but after three months of taking methylfolate, 13 of those couples conceived naturally. So when I read that study, I thought to myself, I can't believe four years of infertility, four years of trying and this nutrient. And like you said, many people, 40 to 50% of people cannot absorb folic acid. And many times doctors just say, just take a prenatal with folic acid. Unfortunately, doctors don't have many doctors don't have this education on the nuances with the nutrients. And which is why we're so passionate about talking about these things, because we know that it can really help support couples. Mm-hmm. And there's another nutrient that I would like to do a little deeper dive on, because you're very much focused on it. You even have, you recently launched a supplement and that's omega-3. Can you mm-hmm. discuss the importance of omega-3 and enhancing preconception health and also promoting a healthy pregnancy? Yeah, omega-3 is amazing. First of all, we think that everybody and anybody should be on omega-3 fatty acids because it's just crucial to overall health. It helps reduce inflammation. It supports brain health. And so when Vida and I were thinking about what's our next product outside of the prenatal for him and her. The omega-3 was a no-brainer. And what we did is we launched one that has 600 milligrams of DHA, which is what is, and then in total DHA, EPA, DPA is 830. And we did this because it's crucial for baby brain development. It's, you need this preconception, pregnancy, and postpartum, if you're breastfeeding, all of those good nutrients go to baby. And then it's crucial for overall optimizing mom and dad's health because it, again, has anti-inflammatory properties. It has anti-inflammation properties and all of these things. And one other thing is, especially if you're going through assisted reproductive therapy, which is IVF or IUI, making sure that your body's inflammation is low is really critical. So that one is also supportive of that. Mm, Excellent. And what I'd also like to know is, so to have prenatals for men as well is a really revolutionary concept. How was the reception of that idea initially when you talked about it to people who may be interested in your business or also just uh, friends and family? I think similar to the conversation you and I had, when we tell people these concepts, it's I think everyone at the dinner table that night was like, oh my gosh, duh, like it's brilliant. It makes so much sense. Like, why are we so advanced in so many things and so behind when it comes to fertility, right? So I think 
overall, like the reception has been incredible. And when we launched even, we weren't sure what's going to sell more. Is it just going to be women's prenatals? And we had an overwhelming response of our together kits and actually people who really want to do this together and put their best foot forward. And so we were blown away that like about 60% of our customers were choosing to do this together. And so I'd say like from day one, when we thought of the concept, we weren't sure we sat, we wrote our business plan, but every single supporter along the way, I know Ronit's brother was a huge reason. He's an amazing entrepreneur in the city of LA. He has the best restaurants. I'm sure you've heard of them, Bestia and Bavel and Safi's. But when he, when Ronit told him the concept and we admire him from a business perspective, he literally was like the one who pushed us the most and said, this is brilliant. You have to do it. And I think we knew we were onto something. And when we concept to this in 2020, I'd say no one was talking about the men's side. We're actually so happy that there are some brands popping up because we can't tackle this alone, right? We need this to be everyone bringing it to the forefront to change what you said is hundreds of years of societal history, putting the burden on women. And Mm -hmm. that is no longer like we joke around a lot and say, everyone says we're pregnant, we're trying, we're in this together. And like, where's the we? (laughs) So we want to change that. We want to help. We want to spread our message. And then I just want to add on to that is when we talk to Dr. Mark Hyman about our concept, he's an advisor for us and an investor at WeNatal. He said, I've been giving these nutrients to men for years in my practice. I never just look at the woman who comes in for infertility. And we were like, exactly why we're launching this? Because most people don't have the funds to be able to go see a functional medicine doctor, especially one of his caliber. So that was also very validating that we have so many amazing doctors in our corner that have been doing this themselves for years on a personalized basis. Vida and I, our mission, we know that everybody deserves access to this information and to a good quality prenatal and for the best the best care possible. And so we're definitely trying to do that with our brand and with the information and the content that we put on a daily basis. And just one other thing about men, with WeNatal, every single uh, subscriber gets nutrition consults. And when we first launched, it was mostly the female partner who was doing the nutrition consults. And lately, a year into launching, we're having a lot of men either join their partner or men on their own doing these nutrition consults. And so we just think that it's so amazing. And we, in the last year and a quarter of launching WeNatal, have seen the shift in the paradigm. We see it with our consumers. We see it with the community. Our men are so appreciative to actually have a tool that we're giving them to be able to support their partner. And then we also see it in the media. We see the media starting to talk more about men's health and men's fertility. And we were part of a lot of articles that spoke to to this concept from the Wall Street Journal to these are like national publications. Oh, we were recently on CBS talking about it too. The narrative is slowly shifting. There's still a lot more work that we have to do, but it's going in the right direction. Yes, 100%. And you both are at the forefront of this good fight. Something I think that quite a few people who are listening will be curious about is what are some of the fundamental differences as in how, for example, 
you and with your products cater to the wellness needs of the male partner versus the female in the concept and journey? Meaning the formulation itself? Yeah, something um, that would most people may not know where it's like, oh, for a, maybe there's something that for a woman is very important, for a man not so much. Yes. So for a man, there's something that's absolutely crucial. And yes, so one um, key ingredient in our men's prenatal is CoQ10. And we're actually one of the only prenatals out there that have 200 milligrams of CoQ10 in it. CoQ10 is this vital antioxidant molecule that's found in every cell in the body and it supports the mitochondria. So it's super beneficial to sperm quality. However, it's not in our women's formula because CoQ10 has not been tested on pregnancy. It is beneficial for women to take CoQ10 separately in the preconception timeframe, because it can improve egg quality, but definitely not to take it in the pregnancy timeframe. And then we have the antioxidants that I mentioned, L-carnitine, vitamin C, NAC, zinc, vitamin E, those all have in men have shown to improve pregnancy and birth rates in their partner. And then in women, we have a few ingredients that stand out. So iron double iron needs double during pregnancy because you're making more blood in order to provide oxygen to the baby. And so oftentimes prenatals exclude iron. And as a result, towards your third trimester, women become iron deficient and then babies can be born iron deficient too. So it's important, it was important for us to include a prenatal that does have iron because that's what we try to do with our women's formula and our men's really is make it so that you don't have to do any much more than that. When Vida and I were taking our prenatals, we had five prenatal capsules, two gigantic fish oil capsules, ours are tiny. And on top of that, we were adding iron, we were adding more folate, we were adding vitamin D. And so we natal. So in total, we were taking like 10 to 12 pills a day. And when you're pregnant in your first trimester, I'm a good, I'm a pill popper, so I could do it easily. <laughs> but Vida was having was a very to. hard time with it. Yeah. And we want the everyday person to be able to get the most and make it easy for them so they stay consistent because consistency is key with this. So Weenatal has 4,000 IUs of vitamin D, which is what's recommended for pregnancy. So no need to take the extra vitamin D. And then choline is a major ingredient. It's super important for baby brain development. And unfortunately, most prenatals are the, on the market are completely missing choline. And some of them have super low dosages. And women need about 450 milligrams of choline when they're pregnant. And again, this goes all to neural tube development and baby's brain. And for postpartum, if they're breastfeeding, they need 550 milligrams. So we know that women are getting 280 milligrams of choline from their diet on average. And this is if they're eating eggs, um, but if they're vegan, they're probably getting none of it. So we natal is the only prenatal on the market that has 400 milligrams of choline. And this one is one that is crucial. And we honestly, when we were going down the route of the formulation, we honestly couldn't believe like 
why so many brands have such low dosages or completely exclude nutrients that are crucial. Wenatal has 24 nutrients that are crucial for mom and baby and outcomes. And there are some popular prenatals on the market that only have 12 nutrients. And we're like, what about the rest of the nutrients that are crucial? Because we fought to put all of these nutrients in. We were targeting to get all these nutrients into three, two to three capsules. We were able to get it into three, but it was like playing Tetris. We're like, okay, we need magnesium. We need vitamin C. We need folate. We need all of these things. And when you look at other prenatals, it's actually quite shocking that they don't have any of these things. Yeah, it is with all the information available. You think it's a cutting corners or people just don't know better? I think it's it's definitely a margin thing. Uh, I think Vida and I are doing this from the heart because we care so much about people that we're not cutting corners. And then I think a lot of brands are just trying to get their prenatal in one pill a day because they know that's attractive to the consumer. But for us, giving them the right nutrients, the right dosages in the right forms is more important than being able to create a product with big margins that then you can do discounts and all sorts of things. We don't do any discounts on Weenadal because the price is the price. Our margins are so tight because we're giving them the best nutrients in the best forms. And we definitely didn't cut any corners. It's wonderful. And I know both of you are your moms, you have family lives, private lives that you're running. And then of course you are founders of this beautiful company. I always get to ask my guests a question that I'm particularly fascinated by, and that's about any type of practice that may be a new one or a practice that has accompanied them for a long time in their life that enhances their experience. So I'm curious for you, particularly as women founders, as power women, how do you nurture your own physical, mental, spiritual well-being while running a successful company? Are there some practices you could each share? Yeah, I'd say, I think I mentioned to you, I'm a very anxious person. I also have a full-time job at Nike. I do the startup. This is like my baby because I was truly born from a pet. So my day-to-day with two kids and everything is like hectic to say the least. And what I constantly battle with is just not being kind to myself or having that negative self-talk that I didn't do anything well enough today wasn't a good enough mom today, or I didn't help Roni on We Needle enough today, or wasn't a great wife or whatever it comes. And what I've learned and what actually the We Needle journal has, I never used to journal before this. And just the three minutes of gratitude that a journal has daily for you, I use it at the end of my day, but it like, it grounds me. And even on the toughest days, even on the days where I don't think maybe I did enough or anything, I come back and I have to find like, five loving thoughts, if five things that happen, a loving thought for myself, a loving thought for my partner or for my future child, or you don't have to be trying to have a kid. I use the journal regardless of where you're at. But for me, the practice of gratitude has helped me with a lot of the negative self-talk and a lot of the like, not feeling like I'm doing enough, which I, I just battle with daily personally. And I think for me, a big one is just overall, the concept of food as medicine And in our house, we cook fresh breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Everything is organic, gluten-free for the most part, and prioritizing just clean eating, prioritizing 
protein. Of course, it's not always easy as a founder. And sometimes you get off track. But then like when I know that I need to be able to perform and function as a best mom, a best, the best business leader, a CEO, friend, prioritizing clean eating for me is a big one. Mm. I have one more. And I think it's any of your listeners might be wanting to start their own thing or just have an idea. What I will also say is find yourself an amazing co-founder. I think Ronit and I are the yin and yang. We come from similar backgrounds, but we couldn't be more complimentary. And on days where I can't do anything, she picks me up and whether whatever we need, we're there. You have someone to bounce ideas off of, someone to check you if you're spending too much money. That's normally me checking her. It's just great to have that person that you not only can compliment skill set wise, but is your rock in, in the life. Wow. So we feel super lucky that kind of our journeys brought each other to get together and that we born this baby out of a true life mission. And so I do think a lot of amazing founders, we give hats off to solo founders all day long, but if you can do it with someone that you can really grow with, it's a blessing. Beautiful. Yes. Partnership, connection. That's what it's all about. And Vida, Ronit, are there any future plans or expansions for WeNatal? You can discuss at this point, share with us. Yeah, we're actually... At this point, now that we launched the Omega-3, actually planning our next product. And what we can share is that we're committed to products that help support the entire pregnancy journey from pre, during, and post. And we're planning something for the preconception timeframe and just TBD on the details, but it's going to be a great product and we're very excited about it. And then outside of products, we're just planning to continue to grow and um, leverage different platforms for more content communication, whether it's a mini series on fertility or just continuing to put out as many as much content as possible from all of the experts in our network because we have access to such amazing network uh professionals that have clinical experience with working with people that have fertility issues and amazing doctors so just continuing to build those platforms to be able to educate Wonderful. And for people who'd like to learn more about you, look at some of the offerings you have, whether it's the information or your products, where can they find you? So wenatal.com is our website. And then if people want to get access to our free uh, guide that includes nine tips for couples for to enhance their fertility is wenatal.com slash guide. And then on Instagram, we're at we underscore natal. And that's where we put out a lot of our content. Super. Vida, Ronit, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you wonderful women. I love your mission and how you help people give the tools to optimize not only pregnancy, but also the future of their child. Really wonderful what you're doing. Thank you for joining us today. Thank Thank you. you so much. Superhumanize. Accelerated Evolution.